All right, so good morning and welcome to Savage Investor Kingdom. It's your host, Savage Investor Leo. And man, oh man, Microsoft and Google have reported earnings. And if you have checked anything in the market, you know Google and Microsoft are absolutely down at least 7.5%. So let's go over it. Microsoft shares sink more than 8% on weak guidance, but analysts bullish on the rebound. Shares of Microsoft dropped as much as 8% early Wednesday, a day after the company released its fiscal first quarter earnings and offered weak quarterly guidance. CEO Satya Nadella said cyclical trends are affecting, uh, affecting Microsoft's consumer business on a conference call with analysts. So Microsoft surpassed expectations on the top and bottom lines, but the stock was pressured by weak guidance and cloud revenue that missed expectations. As we say in this uh, on the podcast all the time, it doesn't necessarily mean oh, the stock is going to do great. If they post, you know, revenue beats, uh, earnings per share beats. Yes, sometimes it does. You know what I'm saying? But most times what, the, what Wall Street looks at, especially in companies like this, they're known to beat on EPS. They're known to beat on our revenue. But but when it comes to it, they make sure that like Microsoft, uh, make sure some of these things year over year are actually performing. So when it comes to the guidance, CEOs normally, you know, some CEOs give you guidance on the fourth quarter or the future. If uh, your projections go down, Wall Street doesn't necessarily like it. Uh, as with anybody, if you're a business, you in business and you projected, let's say, 10 million, and then you come out in an earnest call and say, hey, well, you know, we see what's going on and we probably only think we're going to get six or seven million. You, on the other hand, are not going to be like, well, you know, that's cool. That's just, you know, just four million. Why not? No, you're going to be like, okay, your projections are a little bit off. You might be a little bit upset, you know, and stuff like that, as you should. With Microsoft, Microsoft Intelligence uh, Cloud Business Segment, which includes Azure Public Cloud, as well as Windows Server, SKL Server, Nuance Enterprise Servers, generated 20.33 billion in quarterly revenue. So that's up 20%, but slightly less than 20.36 billion consensus among analysts polled by Street Account. So Wall Street normally has a lot of analysts that project. Uh, and what they do is they draw out their numbers along with whatever guidance you gave and they give their projections. And if you don't meet their projections, then it's not necessarily, you know, good for you as a company. Uh, and that's only because, only because Wall Street, that's I'm talking about the stock, not necessarily the business. The business is still going to do good, but the stock and the company are two totally different things. The price of the stock and what's going on in the business are two totally different things. Um, I, it took me a while to understand that too. And it, and it took me an uh, interview by, I think it was like uh, Jeff Bezos a couple years back where he was letting you know, like, yeah, I mean, the share price and the company are two totally different things. If if Amazon, in his example, was selling for 115 bucks and they were doing just good, <clears throat> just, just as good, uh, and then you come back a year later and Amazon was, let's just say, selling for 50, 50 bucks. But nothing changed within the business. The company is still running like it's supposed to actually grew. He was like, at that point, what does, what's, what's the, the disconnect? The share price and the company have, they are to- two totally different things. So that's just take that with a grain of salt. But in terms of guidance, Microsoft expects to see 52.35 billion to 53.35 billion in revenue for the fiscal second quarter, which implies 2% growth at the middle of the range. Analysts polled by Refinitiv, had been looking for a revenue of 56.05 billion. So as you can see, they missed by at least 3.65 billion. 
Uh, CEO said cyclical trends are affecting Microsoft's consumer business on a conference call with analyst CFO Amy Hood. Also said a weak demand for PCs in September will continue to hit Microsoft's consumer segment and said to, per- to a percentage decline in the high 30s for Windows revenue from device makers in the fiscal second quarter. So when it comes to uh, people that rate these stocks as well, uh, Goldman Sachs is, you know, a, a nice one that comes out. And what they said was, they weren't discouraged by the weaker cyclical segments and reiterated their buy on the stock. So it's a big business on the inside as well. We won't get too deep, but just know that some of these companies that reiterate buys, uh, holds and sales could, you know, uh, move the stock just a little bit. But as we see right here, they just give their guidance. I mean, uh, their uh, expectations and stuff for the stock. They gave their rating and everything is cool. But Google, Google as well. <clears throat> they had po- they posted earnings yesterday and Google actually missed on uh they missed on some. So this is what we'll talk about with Google. The online advertising market continues to suffer as heavyweights Alphabet and Microsoft reported disappointing sales during their most recent quarters. YouTube, so Google owns YouTube, so when I say YouTube, that's what I'm talking about. YouTube advertising revenue dropped 2% year over year to 7.07 billion during the Google's parent, uh, Google parents third quarter, missing analyst estimates of 7.42 billion. It was the first time YouTube's ad uh, revenue shrank on a year over year basis since the company started breaking out the division's results in 2019. That's that's actually that, that's not that good right now. Uh, three years prior in 2019, that, that stuff is man. YouTube has been a, an absolute beast, right? As far as revenue and growth. So for them to see something, you know, shrink, YouTube's ad revenue shrink. This is going to be interesting to see how they go forward and what they project. Uh, But Alphabet's overall revenue growth drastically declined from 41% a year ago to 6%. That's a difference of 35%. And you can see exactly why uh, Google stock is tanking. Well, I won't even say tanking, but down 7, 8% this morning. Uh, it's, It's really, it's one of those things. Uh, but Alphabet's total, I mean, uh, the growth rate of Microsoft search and news advertising business has been shrinking each quarter for the past year, coinciding with the general downward trajectory of the entire online advertising market. So YouTube and Microsoft, Google and Microsoft are having, you know, little problems within the last two years. Uh, we got it. This is something to keep your eyes on. I promise these, these are companies that aren't going anywhere regardless. Right. Google, YouTube, Microsoft. Uh, Apple, these are stalwarts in the, in the economy right now. It's not going to, they're not going anywhere. But you definitely, that just because they're not going anywhere, don't mean that they can't suffer from some of these cyclical things going on right now as well. As we see, uh, YouTube's ad revenue and uh, Microsoft search search and news advertising business has been down. Um, Just just keep on your watch list. Microsoft actually had its, its biggest, biggest drop since 2020. Um, down eight percent. So, I mean, if you if you're looking to add Microsoft to your portfolio at two thirty, it's not a bad price. Um, Google as well. Google is under a hundred bucks. I think it was at like ninety five or ninety six. So, it's not a bad not a bad deal for two companies that are definitely primed for growth in the future. Um, S and P is down right now. Nasdaq is down right now. Dow Jones is slightly up, but. Uh, Boeing also has some news. Boeing reports quarterly loss on problems in Air Force One and tanker programs. 
Suborn reported a quarterly loss stemming from changes in his defense unit. They previously disclosed that it had uh, lost more than $1 billion on the contract for a new Air Force One aircraft negotiated under former President Donald Trump. The manufacturer, however, generated nearly $3 billion in free cash flow. Oh, my God. So the company shares were down to 1% in early trading. Boeing reported losses of $2.8 billion in its defense unit on programs including the KC, KC-46 tanker and Air Force One. Company previously disclosed losses of more than one billion associated with modifying two 7047 jumbo jets to service Air Force One, a contract negotiated under former President Donald Trump. We're squarely focused on maturing these programs, mitigating risk, and uh, delivering for our customers and their important missions, Boeing CEO David Calhoun said in an employee note on Wednesday. The trouble in the defense unit has piled up as Boeing's commercial unit is recovering from the COVID pandemic, boosted by rebounding air travel. So Boeing is one of the ones that have been around for a while. They always normally, um, they get talked about for sure. Um, everybody, everybody knows Boeing. Uh, I don't necessarily have any, I don't have any uh, stock in Boeing. Like I don't, I don't have any of my portfolios, but uh, it is one of those ones that, you know, people know and talk about. Some people actually love it. For NVIDIA, uh, we talk about the semiconductors and chips in general. They are, you know, possibly, possibly coming out. Some people are saying that NVIDIA will have uh, a bad, a bad future within the next two years because NVIDIA's channel partners have reported sales slump in recent months with the downturn accelerating in September. It's likely that NVIDIA will uh, post muted results for the next quarter or two at the very least and risk adverse investors may want to consider exiting the stock on a rallies. So the title of that one is NVIDIA. This could get ugly. Articles like this, you take, I'm telling you, just take the news and don't actually don't pay attention too much. This seems like one of the articles that uh, they come out and what they do is they, they put this in your face and be like, oh, OK, um, NVIDIA is trash. It's going to be terrible. Get out, get out, get out. And then you end up selling. And then if you know how the stock market works, when people come in to buy, you have to have a seller. So you're selling off your shares and other people are buying your shares. But NVIDIA is one of the world's most innovative semiconductor companies. It's that it, they got too many partnerships. Um, they have way too many plans for the future. It's not, NVIDIA is not gonna be in trouble. Are they gonna get hit by some of this, uh, this stuff that's going on, especially with uh, semiconductors and stuff? And uh, some of these downturns in these, uh, in the, uh, in the, what am I trying to say? Some of the downturns over in the factories? Absolutely. Uh, but as far as NVIDIA going completely to zero or the company just literally going to shit, it's not happening. NVIDIA, AMD are going to be some of the big players regardless. Qualcomm still has their play with Apple. So we'll see how far that goes. and stuff. It's, it's way too many. Way too many. NVIDIA is way too... Nah, it's not happening. But um, if you're a gamer, you already know gaming wants to the, uh, the gaming department or the gaming sector in nvidia was once the company's largest segment by revenue uh we understand that that's softened drastically uh, dramatically this year as a high inflation you know forced consumers to cut their spending on big ticket items uh they benefited greatly from the pandemic for sure with everybody staying in and being on computers and games and everything else but when it comes to it they also have uh they got ties with autonomy they have ties with uh neo uh, uh, what is that? Mercedes Benz, uh, Rolls Royce, uh, Jeep, 
uh, they got they got a bunch of partnerships and stuff like that. So don't just 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 keep Nvidia on your on your list if you haven't already bought. Uh, Nvidia was down to one one oh nine. It's down still uh, sixty four percent from its all time highs. So you're talking about seventy percent from all time highs. That's not bad at all. Uh, if you want to scoop up something that could potentially, even if you're looking at the technicals or fundamentals, you you're gonna be okay. Um, not saying just to buy, but put it on your watch list and do what you do. I'm not a financial advisor, not advising to do you know anything with your money. Just take a look at it, put it on your watch list. Me personally, I do have uh, skin in the game when it comes to Nvidia though. Intel, Intel is one of the the companies that. It is a, I would say, grandfather in a way. It's not the most uh, innovative right now. It's one that has been around for a while. Uh, everybody kind of knows Intel, but it's not the one where it's like a NVIDIA or an AMD. But they still do have a grasp on a lot of stuff, right? So Intel has their self-driving car, uh, Mobileye IPO, which is set to release today. That's going to be something to keep your eyes on. Uh, Intel is down to, I want to say like 27, 27 bucks, 28 bucks. Uh, and it's definitely been hit this, this entire, uh, this entire year. Actually, it's been down almost, almost 50% from what was it last in April? I think it was sitting at like 54 in April. So that's 50%. Intel is one of the companies again, that's going to benefit from that package, the chips package that was released back in July and August. They have a lot of different things going on, but Intel's Mobileye priced its initial public offering on Tuesday above its target range, valuing an autonomous driving company at almost 17 billion and rare positive development for the US listings market. The IPO market honestly is kind of dead right now. Uh, I don't I don't expect it to be super hot uh, and I haven't looked into who actually put money into this IPO, um, but we'll see. We'll see what's going on with it. Uh, Intel in general, I, I do have skin in the game with Intel. They do pay a decent dividend right now, and I do project them to have nice growth back up. They've just been hit like everybody else has been hit, especially the semiconductor sector, uh, like AMD, Intel, uh, TSM, MU, NVIDIA, all those. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's, it's kind of crazy, but Intel, I don't expect to, to go anywhere. They, they benefit from some of the things the government does. So they're going to, they're going to keep money in a company regardless. But with that being said, uh, that's all I have for today. I uh, hope to see you guys tomorrow. Like I said, the SPY and NASDAQ were down. The Dow was almost flat. It was slightly up. But you guys have a good trading day. Let me know if you have any questions. Uh, hit us on the Facebook group, Savage Investor Kingdom. Easy. Uh, if you have any questions there, just type it in. So... Peace.